like learning so, so they're like eating spaghetti with their hands yeah. <laughs> those and are my kind of people i mean can like, anything be figure food if you try hard enough that's right, that's right. <laughs> theoretically yeah Go ahead, Jess. You have the floor. Go ahead. I'm out. I'm going home. <laughs> Jess brought finger food with her. I did. AKA candy. You were rummaging through that box and then grabbed like two of the most random things in there. I already ate three. Sugar babies are, are, I mean, that's bad. Probably the worst things you could eat yeah. while doing a podcast because your teeth are just going to stick together. <laughs> also, even if you're not doing a podcast, those suck. What are we talk- the only thing worse than sugar babies are milk duds. And the only thing worse than milk duds are circus peanuts. Sugar daddies. That's the lollipop version of that. Sugar babies. Right. Whatever they are, sugar daddies are a completely different thing. We can do a podcast on that. <laughs> yeah. It's um, a candy. We'll talk to Eric about that later. Um, He's younger than I am. He sugar. Doesn't know. <laughs> hey, age doesn't have to insinuate anything about being a sugar daddy. Uh, okay. Or you, maybe you're the sugar mama. Yeah. No, not in our case. <laughs> um, sugar babies stink. I don't know if I said sugar daddies or sugar babies, but the candy sugar babies are awful. And I'm absolutely judging you for having those in front of you. <laughs> is that a regional thing? I've never seen those until I moved down here. I don't I hope not. I really hope we're not known for sugar babies. Let's be clear about something. Whether they're regional or not, I don't know that we're known for those. Yeah. Nobody's known for sugar babies. Yeah. What we may be known for is family tradition, though. Mm. Maybe? How about that for a second, yeah. huh? For a group of consumers. It's, um... It, it, it's almost like we've done this before, even though we took like a year-long break, huh? Yeah. But here we are, um, back again for what will likely, by the time this is released, have been for back-to-back weeks of a, of a podcast. Mm-hmm. Don't call it a comeback. We're not sure if it is yet or not. We're just mm-hmm. doing this right now. Dipping our toes. Yeah, you know, we're just, well, something like that. Yeah. Something like that. Uh, and Chad, you, you made a couple of suggestions this year, and... Um, it's almost like that's more than a hat rack up there. That was my one good idea for the year. Because uh, one of the good ideas that you had, and in fairness, you had this good idea in the thick of what was chaos last year. Yeah. That was um, my first year working Black Friday. Yep. And uh, it's one of those things, like, to the consumer, it may not seem crazy because we... It's like a duck. Everything's yes. happening under the water. We were... A bunch of ducks. We were a flock of ducks. <laughs> um, all right. So the change this year, uh, Jess, you have been uh, one of the folks, uh, along with Danny, Haley, myself, a few others, who have been a part of the family tradition release every year. Um, and Chad's first year doing it was last year. Last year, um, there was some, some technical situations with the website. Um, I know there's a few people on our team who wear that heavier more than others. Um, it was less a human error and more of a technological error. Um, and uh, that's our story, and we are absolutely sticking to it. For sure. Uh, which is accurate. Um, but in the midst of that chaos, I remember Chad looking at me. He's got a full glass of base family tradition. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and says, this is a bleeping nightmare. <laughs> and I said, I said, well, yeah, bud, welcome, welcome to the show. He says, there's got to be a better way to do this. And I'm like, I don't know, man. This is kind of tradition at this point, no pun intended. 
about an hour later, he goes, okay, hold on, hear me out. What if we do this? And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't think so. And it didn't take me long to mull over it. Um, I won't say that I jumped right in on it right away. Um, but I finally got there, and uh, you kind of presented it to the rest of the team, and, and here we are for this year. So why don't, why don't you kind of get the listeners to where we are on how that process will change this year since it was your idea? So last year we went live with the sale Black Friday morning, right? So you were, you were placing your order, and then you could come to the tap room that day or by Sunday or Monday, whatever the cutoff was. Yeah, that's what we've done the last two years, and I think we've always given them till Monday. Okay. I think we're doing Tuesday this year. Yeah. So by Tuesday end of business, you'll be able to pick up. So we have all the product in the back, and we, you come and you present your order, and then we've got people that are running back and picking your order and bringing it to you. Um, Which what? is really hard to do when people are physically in the tap room placing their order and then expecting to be able to walk up and get it yeah. that second. And we want to we, – we value everyone's time. We want to make it as efficient as possible for people that are coming uh, on Black Friday to pick up their beer. So my uh, hopefully brilliant idea was to go live with the presale on Tuesday. Um, I think we're going to go live at noon. We are doing Tuesday at noon. We're going to go live at noon on Tuesday – the Tuesday prior to Thanksgiving. Correct. Yes, I'm pulling up the actual date. So Tuesday, uh, November 21st at noon will be the online presale of bottles. We will still be releasing draft on Black Friday morning. Yes. So you'll be able to. So, so hold on, but hold on before we before you keep going there. Mm-hmm. Let's elaborate just a little bit on what you just said, Danny. So, so your statement was what that Black Friday or that draft of family tradition will still be Black Friday. It will still be released on Black Friday. Mm-hmm. When we open. By, by the way, so will the bottles. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, you won't. So that, that was another thing. The pickup window will be Friday morning to Tuesday end of day. It's uh, just so placing can, the order. Yeah, will be Tuesday. That gives us, to Chad's point, uh, you know, three days to get everything in order. That way it's going to be way simpler for uh, the folks that volunteer on that day and our bar staff to pull orders during that five-day window. So... Jess, um, for those wondering and asking, why wouldn't we just release them here in our tap room when we open on Friday and do a bottle line, and when we sell it on site, we sell it on site? What's Ooh, the benefit? I, I have that question as well. What <laughs> you have that question yeah. as a consumer? Yeah, I'm just curious. Oh, uh, because I, there are a million other things going on on Black Friday. Yeah, and we fair. want our consumer who also loves. Other local releases, other um, national releases. And great deals on TVs. And great deals on TVs to be <laughs> able to go stand in those lines at 6 a.m. and not miss out on ours. We're doing our consumers a pretty big solid by doing this online. Yeah. That's exactly right. Because it would be way simpler to just release bottles yes. at, five, at 9 a.m. in the morning on Friday. We would sell them out. We wouldn't sell them out faster in, in literal time, but we would get them out of the building faster. It would be less chaotic. But here's the deal. We want our people who love Sonder and love our beer to have an equal opportunity to get it, even if they have other things going on. Yes, traveling with family, not having a proxy that can come get it for them, all those things. Yep. All right, keep, keep going, Chad. We sidebarred you enough there. No, I, I think you guys kind of nailed it, right? So you place your order starting at noon on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they will still sell out incredibly quick, just like they have every other year. Yeah, you need to be like ready to hit the website. Like yeah, make sure you're setting. Yeah. Make sure you're setting your Google Calendar, putting an alarm on your phone, making sure you're ready to go. 
Um, By the way, know know your quantities and what you want prior because uh, they're not yours until you check out and pay for them. Yeah, it will kick you out if something. If somebody checks out before you put them in your cart, they're gone. No, they can be in your cart, but if there's three bottles left and all four of us have a bottle in our cart, but the three of us pay for it before Jess does. She doesn't get a bottle. Yep, yep. yep. Putting it into your cart doesn't doesn't Mm-mm. hold it. No, you have yeah. to physically check out. Yeah. So they're going to sell out quick. They always do. And then essentially what that's going to allow our team to do on Tuesday afternoon and then Wednesday is to organize this in a way that, like we were saying, you'll be able to come in, uh, secure your bottles faster on Friday morning, mm-hmm. and then have more time to spend at the tap room enjoying the beer. Yeah. Um, and just making it a, a smoother process for anybody that's coming in. I always think that's like a fun fun thing to do too where I enjoy that for our consumer that they don't feel like they have to be there at 9 a.m. on yeah. Friday. They can plan to come maybe it's Saturday afternoon with their family or um, Friday night with their friends. Uh, even if you want to do – I know a lot of people are off that like following week too. So like if you wanted to come Monday or Tuesday with some people – you can try the beers on tap and then take the bottles home with you and drink them whenever you want. Is there a benefit to coming on Friday? There is. <laughs> what might that be, Chad? <laughs> yeah, so uh, we – I don't know if we're going to announce necessarily on this podcast, but we are going to have some uh, vintage family tradition available draft only That's gonna be in awesome. the tap room. It's going to make me want to come back home sooner. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm really excited to have uh, some, oh, thanks, so, some tap room only experiences. So those people that are out there braving the traffic and uh, all the chaos that comes along with Black Friday, there's an, there's an added benefit to coming to Sonder that day. Mm-hmm. And you're getting a little special treat for, uh, we'll call it a limited time. We don't have a lot of it. It's going to go quick. Yeah, good time, not a long time. Yes. I would venture to guess, based on what I know as we sit here today, that it won't make it to Saturday. Especially especially because our bar staff will be telling folks, like, hey, this is not available in bottles. It's a very, very limited amount compared to what else we have on tap. Uh, They'll be pushing it. Um, What about, uh, for those folks wondering... um, pick up locations so for those that have followed us closely are still following us will be following us understand and know that um there's a second tap room coming um we haven't announced it yet hopefully by the time this podcast is released uh, we are either open or about to open in our westchester location um jessica can can where, where can folks pick up their bottles for for uh family tradition only in mason Got to come to original location for that. Um, will the Westchester tap, room, tap House have family tradition on draft? Yes. Nice. I actually didn't know that. That's pretty cool. Um, it's almost like I didn't know either, and I'm just uh, asking you guys the ans- <laughs> for the answers, huh? Um, so there's a couple of reasons for this, just uh, for education for folks. Um, Number one, it would be really hard for us to get all the bottles, once they're ordered, to specific locations and make sure that the right bottles are there and we don't mess it up. And then somebody's going to be frustrated. So um, my saying is always that frustration is the gap between expectation and reality. 
And so if somebody's expectation is that they could pick up somewhere and then the bottles aren't there, they're going to be frustrated, right? Because that reality doesn't align. So we're just going to make it really easy and continue the same way we've done it in the past, even though we now have more than one location that will be open, is um, there is one spot to pick up. It is at our Mason 8584 Duke Boulevard location, and that is the only place that you will be able to pick up bottles. However, as Jess mentioned, we will have family tradition on draft in both locations. We'll have a little bit of nuggets, um, so there will be some things that are on draft in Mason that aren't in Westchester and vice versa when you think about some vintage stuff. Um, So uh, if you pop into Westchester after you've picked up bottles, you might be able to get some extras, or if you miss out on bottles or aren't interested in that but just want to try it on draft and just go to Westchester, you may get something that you wouldn't get here in Mason as well. So uh, pretty excited about that. Excited to drive people to see both locations and see the difference. Um, I also can tell you based on the location of where the Westchester Tap House is that uh, that beer will also likely be gone incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, are your, uh, what are your thoughts on, on doing that this year, Chad? I like it. And as, as we continue to build up our reserves of vintage and being able to, uh, you know, kind of treat our guests on that day to something a little bit different, I think it builds some more excitement into, into Family Tradition Day. And then it's fun for, for us as well because, you know, some of our favorites kind of make a comeback on the mm-hmm. board and we get excited about it too. And yeah, it's just as a unique experience. I snuck a taster of uh, Grand Reserve Blend 2 uh, anniversary. Yeah. Spoiler it, it slaps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Danny, what's your favorite family, tradi- family tradition we've ever released? What's your favorite variant? Uh, the Bananas Foster. Oh, really? I Dang, thought you'd I say, say that I thought too. you'd say the... Uh, Macadamia is a close second. Yeah. Those two uh, were awesome. I am holding on to one each. Uh, I don't know for, for what. I just can't bring myself to drink them, even though I should. You uh, famously said when we first uh, made those bottles, those beers, that you would be okay if you died by drowning in the macadamia. I stand by that. Yeah. That would be uh, that would be an ideal way to go out. <laughs> Just drowning in that. Yeah. I think if I had to round out my top three, it'd be last year's barley wine, actually, too. Yeah. That that beer changed my mindset on what barley wines are. Yeah. I feel like I've just been drinking shitty ones my whole life because <laughs> I didn't know they could taste that good. It's true. It's crazy. How did you feel about double barley wine that we just released at oh, the anniversary? So good. Yeah. I, That's going to be – those two bottles I took home are going to be tough ones to crack too. That was my favorite beer we released this past weekend was the double barley wine. Probably mine too. I agree with Tyler though. Grapefruit uh, Voss was legendary. It's, it was slept on. I, I'm wagering a paycheck on that being a bigger batch at some point. Yeah, it needs to and be. And I feel pretty good about it. Yeah, I would say so too. Uh, and Chase agreed with you. And if Chase agrees, then more than likely he'll, he'll make sure that it happens. you got to sway one of the three owners. That's how you get anything done around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only way. Yeah, you got to have one of them on your team, and then you're good. <laughs> Jess, what about you? Uh, favorite? He took mine. It's definitely the Well, bananas. he said two, so. Oh. Um, <laughs> macadamia is probably my third. Ooh. And then, what was the coffee one that we did two years ago? Uh, coffee, two years ago? We didn't do coffee. Coffee last year? We've never done coffee uh-huh. family tradition. Yes, we have. Nope. This will be the first year for that. Spoiler alert for those listening. Um, I think, <sighs> shit. I have no idea then. Those are my wow. top two. Well, you said that was three, uh, and then you said coffee, so you didn't say it. one. Well, because 
Damn I'm it. trying to think of what year. I don't know. Wasn't there? I'm pulling up. Was it maple? Uh, we did maple. We did a pancakes. blueberry, yeah, blueberry maple pancake. Okay, that, that one it was, was awesome. breakfast. That's why I'm doing that coffee thing. It was breakfast. That was it. Okay, Chad, yep. uh, cherry crisp. Oh, are you thinking of cocoa Noah? Mm. It would have been the blueberry. Okay, cherry crisp was your favorite. Hey, yeah, not cinnamon coffee. Yeah. Uh, cherry crisp was up there for me. Yeah, yeah, I. <clears throat> we did a coffee. Hazel cinnamon. Hazel cinnamon coffee. Hazel cinnamon coffee. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know. I was just testing you guys. All right. I was like, no, we definitely did a coffee one. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Gotcha. Appreciate that because mm-hmm. that was for sure it. Hazelnut cinnamon coffee. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> this is uh, why I get nervous on here and then you call me out and you're wrong. <laughs> well, somebody's supposed to email us that I'm wrong. You guys aren't supposed It'll to do it now. I, I had your back. Somebody, email to somebody's right supposed now. to email Chad and tell <laughs> us. My, my tell inbox him. is going to be very full. <laughs> uh, my favorite was barley wine last year. Yeah, that beer was awesome. Um, also, just because of it being the first year and the nostalgia and everything of it, that first year base. Mm-hmm. Will it something, ride? Yeah, that, there's something about that beer that just. I still uh, got one of those floating around the back of my. I had several of them. Yeah. Much like what Danny said, I just can't ever. Yeah. It feels like no moment is special enough to drink them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've been trying to work through my cellar too because I have like a seventy, like it's a wine rack, but it's a seventy bottle wine rack. Yeah. And I told myself that I can't ever have more than seventy barrel aged beers on that rack. Okay. It would just be ridiculous. Yeah. What is the point? Drink them. Like, you buy these to drink them. What's the point of housing more than seven? Yeah, for sure. I'm pretty sure that Eric and I have a complete family tradition set from start to finish. That's why. Still unopened. I I have to be pretty close. We have a lot of beer in our cellar. The raspberry truffle was slept on, too. That was awesome. Yeah. But I'm a big fan of fruit and stouts. I, I like them as well. I tend to I tend to lean like cherry and raspberry. I feel like always do yeah. really well. But those are fruits that I like in real life too. Yeah, like the blueberry pancake one was really good. But I'm typically not a blueberry guy. That was that was an open open quickly bottle for us. Yeah, and then we kept the one in the cellar, but we opened the other one right away. Mm, I feel you. I had one of those in Halloween. Mm. It was very good. The hazel they cinnamon- hold up fantastic. Yeah, they're just they hold perfect. Up great. The hazel cinnamon one also was a struggle, not a struggle, but like not one of my favorites just because I'm not a cinnamon guy. Really good, but just not. Cinnamon Habs was good too. Cinnamon mm. habanero. That's another one where I'm just like, a, I'm not a habanero guy. And the port barrel. I mean, we basically, we've just named them. Oh, right? that I mean, port we're just going to keep doing that. Down, the port down barrel, the I think, uh. is the most slept on family tradition ever. And once we released that, everybody talked about it. Yeah, it was when delicious. they came to the tap room and had it that afternoon, everybody was posting all over social media, like, man, I wish I had bought that bottle. I'm happy we've done a really good job of uh, like mixing in non stouts. Like, we did the port barrel, we did the barley wine. I, poor barrel was still a stout, but like not a bourbon barrel aged stout, yeah. I should say. Yeah, I, I would say um, what you're going to see this year, by the time this has been released, Danny, will people have... I figured we can tell them what, that, what the variants are. I have it pulled up if you want. Yeah, why don't we just go down the list? Because my, my teaser is going to go out before this probably airs anyway. You want me to list them? Well, let's just start. Let's go one at a time. So go with the first one. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, we have base. Obviously, we have a base. Yeah. Uh, so that's a blend of barrels this year. I unfortunately don't have the barrels in front of me. Um, but it's, as always, the uh, creme de la creme of the barrels that family tradition uh, was aged in. Yep. Um, obvious, and then, obviously, you're going to get um, that, that same base 
mm-hmm. recipe is the same that we've done every year. Yeah, and this one's always going to be the uh, most oak-leaning, um, most traditional. Uh, if you talk to our production staff, I think they would all tell you that the base is their favorite every year. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what's the first variant? Uh, we also have barley wine base as well. Yep, so much like last year, mm-hmm. um, we will have uh, the barley wine base um, that is um, specific barrels as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'd rather I'd rather have somebody from production talk more to that. Yeah, um, and the, if you follow us on social, like there will be in depth information on all of these there. Yep. Yep. Uh, this is just a nice little sneak peek for the folks that are really into it. Uh, we have a for the first time barley wa- bar- wow barley wine adjunct uh, banana chocolate. So, which I think is going to absolutely slap. Um, have you guys tried it? I haven't. Uh, Jeff was handing out handfuls of the wild Thai bananas they were using, though, and those were awesome. Yep. So I've tried this one, um, and it is incredible. Uh, probably, I would say this will probably be the one that um, holds the most intrigue for folks. Um, it's the one that I'm like looking at the list. I'm like, I don't really know what that's going to taste like. <laughs> like in a good way. Yeah. Like I know it's going to taste great, but I'm having a hard time. Like normally when I read a beer description, I have a general idea of what that beer is going to taste like at this point. Uh, but uh, Wild Thai Banana and Chocolate Barley One, I don't know what that's going to taste like. Like a chunky gonna, monkey, Danny. But it's going to be really good. <laughs> it's, it's so gonna, good. I did get to try it. It's delicious. Yeah. yeah the, it's going to be the port. Don't sleep on that bottle. Mm-hmm. It'll that, be the port this year. That's right. That, uh, that base barley wine um, – out of the barrels has it lends itself to be more of a banana characteristic which is what gave him the idea to do this Mm -hmm. and it is delicious uh and then we do have a straight coffee variant from our friends at script coffee so this is a high-end coffee bean that they've um they've sourced uh it's a guatemalan bean and um it's different than any of the beans we use. They, they actually source these beans specifically for this beer. And uh, this is probably the one that, uh, being a fan of, of where the origin of this beer came from and, and um, it being that, that Bourbon County story with my dad and I, every year coffee was always the one that, that was always my favorite of Bourbon County. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited for, for a release of just a, a coffee family tradition. I really enjoy that the folks down there do an awesome job of, um, like, playing into the flavors that, like, will pair or already come with the base beer. Yep. Um, so really just elevating flavors, not necessarily, like, trying to, like, just create something on a whim. Like, yep. they're really taking the time to figure out what the tasting notes for these beers are and what will pair best with them or what will elevate flavors that you get from the base. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, they don't force the adjuncts into the beer. They let the beer choose the adjuncts, mm-hmm. right? I think that's a really good skill to have, too, that I feel like our folks do a really good job of. And that is something that we've evolved into, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go back into some of the discussion we've already had, right, like you might get hints of some fruit characters and other things, mm-hmm. but it's not like our team was down there and tried this beer two years ago and said, this tastes like blueberry pancakes, right? right? <laughs> that was something we created. Well, I think over time what we've seen is the craft beer consumer – as well as what our team um, is lending into talent and abilities and passion and all of these things, is let's, let's let the barrels create this beer that we've done here, mm-hmm. right? 
Um, and, and I will say that as we go through these, that will be probably the biggest difference that consumers see mm-hmm. is um, we've, we've got, we've kind of veered. Uh, you could say it happened quickly or you could say it's, it's gradually happened, but we veered away from that cloyingly sweet um, pastry style uh, big stout here. Right. Um, and a lot of that again is, as is, is driven from what is happening within the industry. And um, let's not, let's not forget the fact that the bourbon industry and the spirit industry is, is growing rapidly and folks like to experiment and try different blends and barrels of, of, of spirits from their favorite distilleries. Well, what we're trying to do now is, is lend the beer to be similar to that, right? Where we're accentuating the flavors that are coming from those barrels. Not to say that, I mean, you, you get the flavor, right? It's there. It's just uh, now we're trying to make it to your point, Danny. More of a, a symbiotic. Yeah, uh, you're not balance. you're not overpowering the base beer with a bunch of adjuncts. You're adding to it, elevating it. Yep, uh, which I really enjoy. I do too. We just did an event like that in Cleveland, actually, where they took all. It was a barrel aged event, exclusive, and they paired the spirit at your table with it, and you got to mm. try both side by side. So whatever the barrel was that your beer was in. You got to try that spirit right next to it, and it was very, very cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, but I think, to your point, there's a lot of people that will pay for that and enjoy knowing where it's coming from and being able to taste that. For sure. Uh, We're doing double vanilla, which I think will be fun. So this is is not, excuse me, this is not vanilla extract. Mm -mm. So what's really cool about this one is... This is... I teased on social, Jeff, literally... Pretty sure Jeff sat there for hours. I was going to say, go back a couple weeks and look (laughs) on our social, and you can see Jeff just grinding over vanilla beans. And that's what... That was real. That wasn't a staged photo for family tradition. He was literally scraping vanilla beans to get vanilla flavor. So tedious. I think... But so worth it. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing... I'm guessing that that, um, this will be the first one that sells out. Mm. That's my guess. Ooh. Good take. Mm. Um, I may be wrong, but that's that's my guess on this. I think my my guess is the last one. Okay. Uh, chocolate almond coconut. This one. Yeah. So you think this will be the fir- the the first yeah. one that sells? Out. I think we've had so much success. I, when you talk to like folks that have tried a good amount of our barrel aged beers, they often bring up the ones that we've included nuts in, uh, and I tend to agree with them. I think we've done a great job of that over the. Over our five-year span. Almond um, praline, maybe? Oh, that beer was so good. <laughs> so, so good. Um, so I think people will be really excited about this one. This is also one that kind of like breaks the brain a little bit of like, what is chocolate, almond, and coconut going to taste like? So we are affectionately internally calling this Sonder Joy. Mm. So like an almond joy. I'm not a big uh, almond joy guy, unfortunately. But I do end up liking coconut and stouts, typically. I when you get well. older, Danny... And your kids go trick or treating, and all that's left are almond joys. You'll learn to love you them. You learn to love almond joys. <laughs> it's a fact. No. It's a fact. And I like almond joy <laughs> more than Mounds accurate. Bar. More, more than Mounds Bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you have yeah, to you have the, to have the break from like. But, okay, don't look at me like I'm an bowl, animal. I'll bowl, still eat the Mounds bowl Bar. Yeah, so I. Both of those <laughs> don't even need to be like picked from the bowl. <laughs> like you can, you can pick around those. So you, the other you things. right now, if there was an almond joy in the middle of the table, you just wouldn't eat it? No, probably not. Really? Yeah. Mm. What what <laughs> what uh, what Halloween candies do you love? Uh, most I swear, others. if you say sugar, sugar babies, <laughs> I'm gonna kick you. Uh, I typically lean uh, like uh, Milky Ways, uh, Reese's, Snickers, Crunch Bars, like that. 
area. I'm good with all those but Milky Way. Oh, I love Milky Way. Is the nougat? What are you, 92 years old? Sure. Nobody likes Milky Ways. <laughs> Me. Hand up. <laughs> I love Milky Ways. You don't find them very often, I think. Most There's people. a reason. Yeah, you don't find them because they <laughs> you stink. You guys are going to talk about almond joys and shit on Milky That's Ways? Yeah. Yes. You guys are uh, lunatics. Yeah. <laughs> almond joys should be thrown in the trash. <laughs> Reese, can we agree Reese's are goaded? Oh, Reese's are elite. So uh, what's the best Reese though? It's the Christmas tree. Ooh, I yeah, think it's the Easter egg. I'm it's the Christmas to, tree. I'm partial to any of the shapes, but I lean Christmas tree as well. What? What's wrong with you guys? It's like you guys. Uh, it's like you planned on this ahead of time. We have the ghosts at home right now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And but any a, of the seasonal ones are better than the regulars because the the, the, the chocolate, chocolate ratio is better. Yes. Yeah. Yep. It's a little less. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, there's a little more peanut butter. Mm-hmm. Yep. But there's enough chocolate that it's still chocolate yep, peanut butter. I'm with you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I think it's Easter eggs. I, I think any of the shapes are better than the original. Yeah. Yeah. Now you put my mind in a pretzel that they actually might just be the same. Maybe. They're just a different shape. It just probably depends on what uh, holiday you like the best. Are you a big Easter guy? Well, yeah, of course. <laughs> He's risen. <laughs> I love Easter. Uh, but I also love Christmas. Christmas is my favorite holiday. Mm. Hmm. I saw trees uh, 10 for 10 at Kroger yesterday. Ooh. Oh, it's not time yet. What do you mean? It's November. It's not time yet. I still have Halloween decorations up. Well, that's a... You're a terrorist. Um, <laughs> let me ask you this. When will you put your tree up, then? Are you one of the uh, not-till-after-Thanksgiving We're people? a uh, cut-down-a-real-tree family, so... That's the least shocking thing I've yep, heard today. Uh, so usually the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I hear a lot of people do that. I was talking to some friends last night, uh, and they were saying the same thing. Yeah. Because the tree lasts, like, four to five weeks, it's, like, perfect to yep. do it, like, right after Thanksgiving. Yep, are, so. Are, are you, like, tear it down right after Christmas, too, person? Uh, Eric is. Mm. Yikes. Why, Not me. Why do you guys hate holiday spirit? <laughs> I, I would leave my Christmas shit up until Valentine's Day. But <laughs> Eric is, like, Eric's, like, nope. Why? Because he's got the week after Christmas off. So that's, that's more like, reason to leave it up. It makes eh, me, it, don't you want, Eric Eric is the type of guy that like finds projects to do even when he's off. Yeah. Like he's not like a sit still kind of guy. Nope. Yeah. Unless he's hung over. Uh, even no. then, I don't and know. And he's not, he's not really a big drinker like that. He has to take care of my ass. Mm. So maybe like year one Eric was like that, but not your, we're going to like six or seven years together. Yeah. He has to take care of my ass. I'd really, really hate that you guys take it down the day after Christmas. I hate that so much. Well, not the day after, but the week. The week between. It's down by. Like New it's not Year's. making it to New Year's Eve. No. Yeah. Nope. I think that's fine. I think that's fine. It's just not the day after. Not the day after. We okay. usually are very like, hang out, relax, have yep. no plans. Yeah, my okay. social meter is on a all time low after yeah. Christmas. But that's also really the day uh, after yeah. Christmas is very similar to like family tradition day for us. Like. It's a do-nothing-other-than-this-one-thing kind of day. The day after Christmas? Yeah. Okay. So the day after Thanksgiving is exclusively being here. Eric usually is out doing all the yep. other shopping that he needs to do while I do this and secure our bottles. So, so he's at Menards? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, he's yeah. hunting down Bourbon County. He's absolutely hunting down <laughs> Bourbon County. Yeah, I, I know that. I just wait until it's on sale like a month later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you can't find the good ones. You can't get the good ones. I'm already not. I don't care enough to like hunt those out. I just want a couple. He has of the 70 bourbon. bottles. I know. I just want a couple of the uh, We have a here. lot of Bourbon County ver- yeah, verticals. So, Talk hey, about a Sonder vertical. Hey, I think I have a we, lot of Hey, those. weird flex, but okay. Well, well I think I only have it from 18 on. Bourbon County? Yeah. I still have, I still have it all the way back to 2012. That's so awesome. Except those 2012 probably are a little soy saucy at I don't this know. Point. You'd be surprised. 
Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I They're not going right. to be as good as the more recent ones, but. No, I've, uh, every year my dad and I will crack like a few of them. Mm-hmm. And I usually feel like, uh, like right around three years is the sweet spot, I feel like, for Bourbon County. So like right now we'd be looking around like, well, now granted, what was it, 2019 or 2020 was the year of all the infection, right? Yeah, I can't remember which one. Um, but I want to say it was pre, pre-COVID. Yeah. I guess 2020 would have been no pre yeah I can't remember exactly yeah. um but but in in whatever year it is I have one set at home Yeah I have two What's or your cut when are you going to what's your cutoff you going to do one big day Yeah I just need to find enough people to drink it with me and my dad you know what I mean That's uh Maybe that's a 10 year 10 year Sandry anniversary 10 years That would be 20 years of Bourbon County Yeah I mean let's do it I mean sure <laughs> Sure Or we do it this year I mean we could probably do that I could probably bring a bunch. Uh, see, here's the problem. So my dad's always here, right? We always celebrate on Black Friday, mm. but we're drinking all the family tradition. Yeah. Like, yeah, but this Friday will be way more low-key because of our plan. That's just more time Chad's for drinking. Plan. It's more time for the staff. Chad's plan, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Chad's <laughs> plan I don't like the enabled Chad, 9 a.m. drinking for Chad's the staff. Chad's just a big fun guy. He wants to have more fun on family tradition. Yeah, Except I'm, this year, Chad's going to be wrapping presents in the tap room. Oh, yeah. We, we haven't talked about that either. Oh, yeah. Why don't you go ahead and share everybody? I'm not paying you to wrap presents. I want, <laughs> I'm going to be paying someone good to wrap my presents. Well, you don't have to pay anyone. That's the thing. No, but I mean, like, you have to tip. You, like, don't, yeah. you don't have to, but it'd be nice to. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Are, you're you're going to be in uh, you're going to be in Cleveland though, right? Yeah, but Chad's doing a bunch of dates, so I figured I'll bring in ah. my my stuff at least uh, once before um, before uh, Christmas. Yeah, I don't like wrapping my presents very much. Oh, I hate it. Yeah, I'm, I'm and I stink at it. It's my least favorite thing. I do the tootsie roll thing on all oh, my really? on my, all my gifts. <laughs> the first year that Eric and I were together, he was pissed. He was like, "That's that's it. We're not doing this anymore." And I, he takes it over. So I, I sit and drink while he. I does always it. like have yeah. way too much paper, so I'm like just mm. folding and folding and folding. <laughs> I give up. But I'm, it all ends up on the bottom of it. Dude, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> the tootsie roll is fantastic. You just. Put it together. And can we stop? Can we stop? That's the worst form. I would rather do what Danny and I do. <laughs> it's so lazy to do the tootsie I roll. I know, no, the, because no, I hate it. The laziest thing that I actually prefer to do when I can is just put it in a bag with a little tinfoil on top. Now that's <laughs> That's really The bad. presentation's great. That's a birthday thing Easiest for us. thing to do. Yeah. The first year, I actually had I did pay somebody to wrap my gifts one year when I was a single mom because I was like, "This well, that, is I mean, stupid." I, I get it. Like, yeah, I get it's that. so much, and like we're so busy. So I would normally just uh, drink a bunch of tequila and wrap the kids' presents on Christmas Eve, and that started to go awry, especially as they got older. So I went down to the Carew Tower one year, and the SPCA was doing this big like, "We'll wrap your gifts, bring all your shit." And so I like pulled up, dropped all my stuff off, went and shopped for a little bit, went and had a drink. Came back and it was like it was beautiful. The elves did a great job that year. The kids were impressed. They actually said something about it. Well, it's because they realized that you didn't do a shitty job of tootsie roll packaging. I mean, so of course they were impressed. You know, it was it was nice, and uh, I didn't have to. Own it, I mean, adopt I still love you, but I'm going to bust your chops about this for a long time. That's totally fine. I can't believe you just tootsie roll it. Well, now at least when, go through the effort of what Danny mm-hmm. and I are talking about, where you have too much, and so you're just double and triple folding. Oh, I just it. get too mad. Okay, so what it sounds like, the three of you. <laughs> Need some sort of service, yeah. That Saunders mm-hmm. is going to provide uh, yep. starting on Black Friday, and then every Saturday and Sunday leading up to Christmas, from twelve noon to five p.m. There will be a group in the tap room 
offering a free gift wrapping service. What is the skill level of said rappers? Uh, I'm bringing the A team on Black Friday. Not okay. like not like uh, Dr. Dre rapper. No, like I'm, the ta- gift I'm talking rapper. elves that are rapping. Like I'm, I, the A team has signed up for Black Friday, so they're okay. ready for they're ready for war. Because you like, literally wouldn't even have to take it home. You go buy all the Black Friday deals. Yeah. Come back to Sonder, drink have, some family tradition. And then you I'm, pay I'm not paying for Jackson to Tootsie Roll. No. <laughs> no. Like, so I can do this by myself. Presents, I get, yeah. yeah, so <laughs> also. <laughs> I won't be on the rapping team. I'll be, I'll be drinking. I'm glad you that. <laughs> no problem. What if, somebody, what if somebody wants you to wrap their family tradition pack? We'll do it. Love that. Bring a motorcycle in. We'll figure out how to wrap it. <laughs> you got to get it home. That sounds like someone's going to like bring in their friend's motorcycle so you can prank them and deliver dude, it back to them. Dude, well. yeah, I hope so. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. A motorcycle. I mean, whatever, right? right? Yeah. Bring it in. We'll wrap it. Um, I like where your head's at. This is something you've been talking about doing for a while. It's fun. Yeah, it's, gonna, it's a great fundraiser, great way to uh, help out some local organizations and uh, – you get to remove some of the stress of the holidays and wrapping. I know for some people they love it. And it's kind of this their like Zen therapeutic thing. Sounds like the people at this table aren't necessarily in that group. My wife's great at wrapping gifts. So is Brooke. Mm. Yeah, my wife Liz is great at it. I stink. Yeah. So bring in your gifts to Liz. Yep. Right. Sit at the bar, have a beer, and let us take care of it for you. Love it. Yeah. That sounds great. Sounds awesome. Um, man, now I have so many questions. Now I just want to get inside of Jess's head <laughs> about like all of the anti-Christmassy. I hope spirit. I don't get her in the secret, or I hope she doesn't get me in the secret Santa because I'm just going to know it's her because it's just going to be a tootsie, <laughs> tootsie roll. roll wrapped. Yeah. Hey, After this I podcast, would... it's just going to be a like the like a bag of tootsie rolls wrapped in tootsie rolled paper. Dude, bag. you just took my joke. I was going to say, I was going to say, if I happen to get Jess, I'm just going to get one of those giant tootsie rolls and wrap it like a tootsie roll. That's awesome. That's fine. Um, all right, as we uh, as we wrap up this episode, um, is there anything that we've left out or haven't mentioned, or anything maybe that you're excited about with with family tradition coming about coming back this year? Let's, so, put, let's put some bets in. I've got three ideas here. Okay, uh, which one is going to be the highest rated on Untapped? Ooh, okay. Which one is going to sell out the fastest? Okay. And this isn't about, I'm just curious, what, yeah. which one is everyone's, uh, the one they're looking forward to the most? Okay. So I'll go first since I, uh, I offered it. Okay. Uh, I think, I think uh, chocolate almond and coconut will be the first ones sold out. Okay. And I think banana chocolate barley wine will be the highest rated. Ooh. And that is the one I am the most excited for. Okay. I think coffee will be the first to sell out nice. because people know the script brand and mm-hmm. are, it's reliable. Um, and I think that I would agree with you because untapped Raider, like untapped people are that like barley wine, like mm. still beer nerd crowd. Yeah, so I think that that will go, go really well. And we've done a very good job with bananas like mm-hmm. in beer. Uh-huh. People love the beers that we've done with that. And that's a really hard Separate. thing to do. Except for lunch with Elvis, that was. Ah, uh, that great. was. You can't win them all, you know. <laughs> you can't win them all, and it kind of flew under the radar a little bit. So, but the other ones that people have talked about, people love, and yep. so I think that's a reliable thing that people look forward to from us. That not a lot of um, breweries offer. Yeah. So I think that'll be the highest. I would agree with that, Chad. Uh, my answer is the same for all three questions, and okay. it's the uh, coconut almond. Sondra Joy? Yes. You think that will be the first to sell out, the highest rated, and the one you're most excited about? Correct. Love it. Okay. Yeah. I have already talked about it, but I think vanilla will be the fast, the first to sell out. 
Um, I also think that's going to be the highest rated. Mm. Um, and the one I'm most excited about is the base barley wine following up from last year being my favorite we've ever done. So I'm excited to... You may or may not be able to try last year's barley wine next to this year's barley wine. Oh. Dude, I actually didn't know that. That's incredible. Yeah. That's uh, awesome. Which location? I don't know yet. <laughs> I love side-by-sides. Mm-hmm. I do, too. I'm Stay a sucker for it. Stay tuned side. to social media to find out where. But oh, so will we announce that ahead of time? God, Chad. I think that we will probably, <laughs> I think that we'll probably announce that at some point, right? Yeah, what yeah, vintages yeah, sure. are going to be at what location? That's, a, mm-hmm. that's great. I love yeah, that. Definitely. I am a sucker for a, like, a, uh, like a um, previous year yep. uh, yeah. vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, much like we just talked about with Bourbon County yeah. and all those things. I'm a sucker for it. Yeah, that'll be um, fun. Even we, just, I mean, we're coming on five years now. I can bring right? all five so, bases. Well, that's what I was going to say. Well, the first year would be 19, right? So we, this is our fourth Four. year. Yeah, this, yes. is, this is our fourth year of family tradition. We should, do, we should do that. Let's get a few people to do that, and okay. we'll – you don't need to bring all of them. Have each person bring one. Okay. Um, we should do that for sure. Fun. Even if we got a couple of them, and, and, and so that way more people could take part of it. That's like I mean, one of those things where, like, I don't need, like, a 10-ounce glass of it. Exactly. Like, I just need – I don't even need a full – I mean, like, these are 16, 14 to 16% stouts. Give, give like, me, like, two to three ounces. Of I each just, one. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Two to three sips, I'm good. Yep. For sure. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of, of little nuggets like that uh, and bottle share nuggets, uh, kudos to the two of you. The little quasi-bottle share that was put on by y'all at the anniversary party was awesome. It was you did a great job. Yeah, our secret, not secret bottle share. And also, how good were the fire pits? <laughs> Listen, you guys did a great I, job. I was, I was compliment seeking all day. On <laughs> what do you think of those fire pits over there? Good, right? Would you say those are memorable fire pits? Yeah, they're big, right? Would, would you call those big? Yeah. <laughs> would you tell your friends about those yeah. fire pits? <laughs> Have you seen bigger? <laughs> uh, well, thank you, guys. Um, it's fun to be doing this again. I know, again, Danny. I know it's it's. Um, a lot of work, and I know that right now we don't really have any consistency to it, but um, it's good just to be back behind the mics again. I like the idea. I think I can get behind the idea of it being, like, uh, like very pointed and, like, having, like, yeah. like strong focuses like this, you know? Yeah. Um, like we did uh, the owner's pod, which you, will have been out by the time this comes out, uh, and then we're actually going to do a fun one here. Uh, focus on the tap house a little bit. So, like, I think those are really fun. Yeah. Uh, I think it was a struggle for a long time there to, like, try and schedule it and, like, try and get people on and work with people's and f- schedules. And it felt a little bit towards the end, like, we were forcing the content. Right? Yeah. I think it's a little bit more fun when we're gassed up to get on here and do these and have some fun to talk about. I think it would be a neat bridge, too, between stuff that's happening here and the tap house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kind of sure. an outlet other than just a social media post here and there. Mm-hmm. Again, if you're in the know, you're in the know. Mm-hmm. Are you in the Maybe. know? Usually. <laughs> Usually. How do you when know, I'm how not, do you know when I'm not, everybody if knows. You, if you don't think you're in the know, then you're probably not in the know. Yeah. All right? If you know, you know. But how many people think they're in the know but are not in the know? Right? They don't know that, they, that we know that they aren't in the know. Mm. Right. R.I.P. Matthew Perry. Yeah. T's and P's. Jeez, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was not the way to go out on I this one. I thought we were wrapping up. <laughs> I couldn't help it. I mean, I just had to say the friends line, and then yeah. mm, it's too bad. Uh, on that note, thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Um, and uh, See you Black Friday. <laughs> See, that's right.
That's great. Well, we'll see you online Tuesday before Black Friday. Yeah, don't forget. Ooh, we sure will. Yeah, that is a big thing. That is a big thing. That's noon, the whole point of us educating on noon this, right? on the twenty first. Yep, it's going to be on every social post. So set your alarms. Reading. <laughs> All right. Cheers, guys. Thank cheers you so much.